Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits. And we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is Keith Payne at the CBD Perform Vlog and um, today we're on a really interesting area. Um, we're going to be looking at cannabis and cannabinoid research. Um, it's a really interesting chapter and we're going to be covering throughout this chapter <coughs> areas such as um, the terminology within research and different trial types. We're going to develop an understanding of pharmacology so as we can better understand research papers that are released. Um, we're going to learn how to access and assess different types of research. Um, we're going to understand the difficulties surrounding the study of cannabis and we're going to look at, sorry, have, we'll really just have a think about the future of cannabis research. And this is with all, you know, it's all with a view to a view. Are, a potential CBD perform customer and you're thinking about you know using CBD and cannabinoids um, you know for whatever the reason may be we want you to actively make an informed decision which is why we've, we've um, you know um, produced this this vlog series and um, you know we have you know everything that we do is out front we think it's an amazing um, tool to use cannabinoids but obviously we want to make sure that you know the, the customers are really really well informed and learning a little bit about this aspect will help you to do your own due diligence um, so that when you come to review the CBD Perform products you will understand that they're really good products um, you know they're, they're organic um, they're vegan you know the, all the testing that we do is to UK standards there's really nothing to hide and whenever you um, purchase one of our products um, you get exactly what it says on the label in terms of the CBD content, in terms of the testing that the products go through as well. So we, we want you to know how to be able to research that under yourself. Absolutely nothing to hide. And for me, this is a really part, interesting part of the vlog series, which will help you to develop the ability to be able to do that. Um, in later vlog series, we'll, we'll show you how to be able to assess what's actually on the labels and things like that as well. But just as a starting off point, this will be you know a, a sort of top level down view um, on um, cannabis and cannabinoid research. And it'll give you a really good grounding um, in that aspect as well. So without further ado, um, throughout... Um, 
the, the, the vlog so far, we've discussed the fact that there are numerous conditions where individuals are a little more likely to seek a complementary or alternative health management route, and often because um, orthodox medicine hasn't really found a definitive cure for whatever the issue is that the patient's facing, or because the current medications for symptom management aren't meeting the individual's needs. So in these type of scenarios, the first thing most people do is ask Google. So when you search online for more information about a condition and alternative treatment, you're presented with a huge amount of quantity of information. I mean, it can be mind-numbing sort of trying to sift through it all for many, um, from many, many, many different sources. So the key to successful research is working out which sources of information are useful and which are not. So especially when it comes to um, cannabis, cannabinoids and CBD oil, much of what you read online is anecdotal evidence and information provided by CBD oil merchants. There's nothing wrong with anecdotal evidence per se, um, as long as you remember that what we've discussed um, in previous vlogs, um, individual case studies don't provide us with definitive proof of any one outcome of using cannabis, um, cannabinoids or CBD oil. Um, but when we assess large numbers of similar case studies, we can start to at least form a hypothesis as to what effects may be going on and start to get to a point where we're making more of an informed discussion. Um, uh, sorry, an informed decision. Um, it's important to remember um, that what might be presented as fact within online articles and especially within the blurb on CBD oil um, selling websites might not actually be fact. But again, that's I, I want you to be able to um, interrogate the information that you see on um, online websites. Um, and I want you to compare that against you know, what you see on the CBD Perform website um, and how open everything is. And the fact that we have genuinely really tried to get the quality and the testing and everything above board um, with regards to CBD performing the manufacturer that we work with um, who developed the products. So to seek out the facts, you have to enter the world of scientific research, at least to you know a, a, some degree to get a basic understanding of what's going on. If you're not, f if you're not familiar with journal articles, the language used can be confusing, um, and this makes assessing the research detail, um, you know, quite difficult. So in this, in this sort of um, section of the vlog, we're going to be covering some terminology that will help us navigate um, these type of articles that you can find online much more easily and allow us to understand what has and hasn't been determined as a result of the study. And after that, we'll take a closer look at the issues surrounding cannabis research and where current research um, is heading. You know, I'm continually learning on this as well and even doing this vlog series, there's been real areas of learning for me um, and as I'm teaching what I've learned to you, I'm also learning more as well. So, you know, really it's a win-win situation. Um, now, if we just look at the sort of, um, like a guide to terminology, the fantastic thing about um, scientific research study or clinical trial is the meticulous methodology involved in, st in structuring the work that's um, to carried out. That ensures that meaningful results can be extracted from the data scientists create. So by taking a look at some of the terms and phrases you might encounter whilst reading through um, the research, you'll be best able to interpret the methodology and the results of the trial itself. So to begin with, we're going to look at terms which refer to the method of data collection or type of trial. Um, the word drug is used, but this term could refer to cannabinoid too. So if you just swap it out anytime you hear the word drug and put in cannabinoid, um, that, that will be helpful. Um, so the first thing we'll look at is the terminology, graded skills. So these are grading systems which may be completed by either the participant or the observer and are used as an assessment tool for marking changes in things like pain levels, 
mood or nausea. These help the participant or the observer keep track of symptom changes as trials progress. The next one is simple comparative open trial. This means comp it compares drugs in groups of participants by controlling or equalising all variables except the drug itself. The next terminology is simple single blind comparative trial. Whilst the observer knows which um, drug the participant is being given, the participant does not, hence the um, use of the word single um, blind, the observer should be independent, as in not involved in the drug in any way, to reduce bias in terms of observing those receiving the treatment. The next part of terminology is double blind trial. Neither the participant nor the observer knows which drug the participant is being given. The next term we'll look at is single case studies, and they are just that, one case study. And whilst these are interesting and a source of empirical knowledge, it clearly lacks the scale of other trials. Um, so the lack of statistical data and conclusions could not be drawn based upon one person's results. The next term we're going to um, talk about is observational study. So that is when participants are observed within groups relating to their health issues, but aren't given any one particular drug. The next piece of terminology is crossover trial. This is a trial where one group of participants is given the trial drug, drug treatment, whilst another group is given a dummy drug. Once results have been observed in the former group, their drug is swapped to the dummy and the latter group starts on the drug. Both are observed for changes, including the initial group, to see, for example, how long the effects of the drug last. The next piece of terminology is non-crossover trial. So, as we've already discussed, except there is no swapping around of the drugs, the medicated group stay on the drugs throughout the trial, and the dummy group will never receive anything other than the dummy. The next piece of terminology we'll discuss is factorial trial. So this involves a number of groups, each receiving a different combination of drugs used when more than one drug is being looked at for use in combination. So if two drugs were being trialled, one group would take drug A plus a placebo, group 2 would take drug B plus a placebo, group 3 would take drug A and drug B, and group 4 would take just placebos. We will then um, discuss, or we're now going to discuss, um, randomised controlled trial terminology. So randomised controlled trial means that the participants of each group are put into their, their group randomly. Often now a computer does this task. Um, the control part means that one of the group, um, one of the groups, the control group, won't be receiving the new drug treatment. They'll be receiving the currently used drug or, the, or a dummy. Um, the next terminology is open uncontrolled trial, where both participants and observers know which drug is being given. All the participants are given the same drug. Then the next piece of terminology is open controlled trials. So that's where both participants and observers know what they're being given. One group will have the trial drug and will know it. Another group will be given a different but usually similar drug and will know that as well. These open trials tend to be used to compare similar drugs, seeking to find the more effective drug. Next, we'll look at some more helpful research um, terminology. So when we see um, letter N followed by the equal signs, this refers to a sample size of the trial. Um, in a single case study, N equals 1. In larger trials, it could be that N equals 40. The next piece of terminology is adverse event. 
So this refers to a participant experience a significant and negative health change during or in the aftermath of the trial. Um, the next um, term we'll discuss is baseline characteristics. So this refers, refers to the information gathered about the group of participants, like their age, sex, ethnicity, um, and also to study, study specific measurements like their blood pressure, pulse rate, current level of, certain, of a certain medication. Um, the next phrase, phrase is eligible, I'll try again, eligibility criteria. These are the required characteristics an individual must have in order to participate in a trial. Um, there are inclusion criteria, so characteristics a participant must have to take part, and also exclusion criteria, so that would be characteristics that would make someone unsuitable to be part of um, the trial. Um, the next phrase we'll look at is cohort, so that's really just a group of participants taking part in a trial. So cohort is a group of participants taking part in a trial. Um, the next phrase is intervention model. So this is the design of the strategy of that particular trial and how it is carried out. And the next um, terminology we're going to look at is masking. So masking um, is when the participant and or observers don't know which drugs are being given to which participants. Um, the next um, terminology we're going to look at is outcome measure. So outcome measure is a pre-planned measurement that is used to determine the outcome of the participant's drug. Um, the next part um, of the terminology we'll look at is called participant flow. So this measures how many started the trial, how many left during and when, um, what, what time they left during the trial, what day, what point they left the trial and how many completed the trial at the end. The next um, terminology we'll look at is phase. So phase, this describes the stage of the trial. So phase one, um, say if a trial looking at drug safety, often carried out on healthy volunteers. Phase two, a trial gathering data to see if the phase one drug works on people with a specific health issue. Phase three would be um, progressing to work with different groups and at different doses to check the efficacy of the drug and sometimes combining it with other drugs. Um, and we can also see factorial trials for that. Um, phase four, these are the trials that take place after a drug has been officially approved. Um, they garner further information about safety, efficacy, and also optimal dosi dosages and um, things like that. The next phraseology we'll look at is primary purpose. The main reason for the trial, for example, is to assess whether a CBD product reduces mucus production in the common cold. So it's looking at the main reason for the trial, which is the primary purpose. Um, the next piece of um, phraseology we'll look at is protocol. So protocol, that means usually found at the start of a research paper. It describes the clinical trial. It includes objectives, design, and also methodology. Um, the next piece of phraseology we'll look at is reporting group. So this is a group of participants within the study whose data is used to summarise the trial at any given point. One final term um, that we'll see during the studies of research papers is placebo, and it's obviously quite a well-known word as well. So the phrase placebo effect was first used in a double-blind clinical trials the drug that was being trialled was compared to a dummy pill, so that's one with no therapeutic actions at all, and with neither participant nor researchers being aware which was which during the actual trial. During such trials, it was often observed that those participants taking the dummy pill were still reporting improvement, so it was about a third of the participants taking the non-therapeutic pill. Um, in more recent times, um, research has shown that the number of people who respond to a placebo 
can be much higher than the third of the group that was noted in early trials. Um, research also shows that the therapeutic benefits of the placebo effect can be lost, la can be long-lasting, even curative. So it gives you um, a lot of food for thought about how the power of the mind can play, um, you know, in health and um, well-being. Um, so that, listen, that's the end of the um, first part of this where we're looking at sort of sifting through the research and the, the, the different phrases and terminology in there. So we're going to move on to the um, next part of this vlog. In the next module, we're going to look at understanding pharmacology itself. Um, again, another really interesting area, which will be really informative as well. Now, just um, touching back on, if you do want any information about CBD performed products, please visit the CBD website, which is www.cbd perform.co.uk that's www.cbdperform.co.uk um, again thank you so much for listening to this vlog episode i hope you found it useful and informative and um, we'll look forward to um, seeing you in the next vlog session thanks so much take care bye Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, and um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.